Thank you for joining us today. I want to welcome everyone to the third installment of the STS 2022 webinar series. This webinar series features presentations and panel discussions on a variety of topics relevant and important to cardiothoracic surgeons. The topic for this month is the management of type B aortic dissection, takeaways from the STS slash AATS guideline. Please note this webinar is being recorded and will be available tomorrow morning on the STS website, YouTube channel, and as part of the Hot Topics podcast. At this time, I am pleased to welcome our moderator for this session, Dr. Thomas McGilvery. Thanks very much, Karen, and good afternoon, everyone. Uh, on behalf of Dr. John Calhoun, the STS president, uh, I welcome you to this uh, STS webinar series. Uh, I'm Tom McGilvery. I'm a cardiac surgeon at uh, Houston Methodist and the STS first vice president. As Karen mentioned, uh, today's topic is type B aortic dissection and the recently released STS AATS clinical practice guidelines on the management of type B aortic dissection. Just for some background and context, with the rapidly evolving technology and techniques uh, around type B aortic dissection of the last 10 or 15 years, the STS and the AATS convened a panel of aortic surgeons to create a clinical practice guideline that adhered to the principles and the process outlined by the Institute of Medicine. Uh, this group performed a systemic review, a systematic review to identify topics of highest priority to develop 11 uh, questions using the patient intervention comparison outcome, the so-called PICO format. There was an extensive literature search that identified over 700 relevant abstracts and identified studies and data that were graded using the Institute of Medi Medicine methods. These rec the recommendations were developed and rated based on the published medical evidence. So it was, it was based solely on the medical evidence in accordance with the ACC and AHA uh, classification. We used the modified Delphide model, which required that 75% of the panelists needed to be in agreement with the grading of each of the recommendations and included a descriptor of the level of evidence explained by this uh, now iconic slide. So, so this is not a uh, expert opinion document. Uh, this is a clinical practice guideline that has recommendations based on the available published medical evidence that has been graded as such. Uh, the finalized guidelines is now published online ahead of print in both the Annals of Thoracic Surgery and the Journal of Thoracic and Cardiovascular Surgery. So the purpose of today's uh, webinar uh, is to highlight some of the important takeaway points from the guidelines, uh, a chance, if you will, to take a deeper dive into the decision-making that led to some of the recommendations. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by several of the expert aortic surgeons who were members of the panel and the writing committee. 
We have Dr. Ed Chen from Duke, Dr. Tom Gleason from the University of Maryland, Dr. Don Huey from the University of Texas in San Antonio, and Dr. Himanshu Patel from the University of Michigan. Uh, welcome to all the panelists. So what we will do is have uh, each of the panelists give uh, a brief presentation of a specific takeaway for different aspects of the of the recommendations. And then we'll have some questions among each of the panelists, but we'd also welcome all of you who are tuning in to submit questions that we would be happy to answer. So to begin, we'll ask Kamanshu to review some of the recommendations for uncomplicated type B dissections. Kamanshu? Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, it is a pleasure to be on this uh, committee and to be able to discuss uh, the optimal medical therapy uh, as the treatment of choice for patients with uncomplicated type B dissection. Thank you very much to the STS for allowing me to be part of this. So uh, next slide, please. So the, I think the first thing when we see patients with type B aortic dissection, one has to do is to really understand the differences between what is called uncomplicated and what is called complicated type B aortic dissections. Because as you'll hear about through this hour, the management strategies are quite different. So in order for a type B aortic dissection to be considered uncomplicated, there are three features that absolutely are a requirement. The first is that the aorta has to be intact. There is no rupture. Second, perfusion of the end organs uh, in the distal end organs has to be normal. There is no malperfusion. And third, there are no high risk features to suggest that either rupture or malperfusion could exist imminently. And these high risk features include things such as refractory pain, hypertension, a, an effusion that becomes bloody or evolves, uh, large aortic uh, diameters suggesting the, the risk for rupture may be higher. Um, in some instances, uh, situations where it appears that there is malperfusion of a visceral bed by radiography, but not by clinical criteria such as abdominal pain and bloody diarrhea. And then other characteristics of the curve of the, uh, of the aorta itself. And it is this bucket of patients who are, are defined as uncomplicated. Next slide, please. So in, in doing so, what our committee did was we came up with several guidelines for the management, and I'll run through these over the next several minutes. The first guideline is really to, to define the chronicity of type B aortic dissection, because the risk of aortic-related complications is directly a consequence of how acute this is. And this was based on the uh, studies done by the International Registry of Aortic Dissection and are defined as follows. So hyperacute type B dissection is that which presented from 24 hours of onset, acute type B now considered between one and 14 days, a category called subacute aortic dissection between 15 days and three months, and that beyond three months, which is then termed chronic. It, it's obviously important to ensure that this is not type B aortic dissection associated with rupture or malperfusion, making it uncomplicated. And then the last aspect of this is to assess the aortic dimension and the tear location as a surrogate of risk 